0: Hello party, welcome to KPO YWK News. I'm David Wei. For this week, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un met with Russian President Vladimir Putin on the island of Vladivostok, Russia on Thursday for the first summit. Kim arrived Wednesday in an armored train after saying during a stop and road that he hoped he and Putin could quote, discuss concentrated questions about peace negotiations on the, the Korean Peninsula and all bilateral relations. Putin said he and Kim discussed the situation on the Korean Peninsula and King wants to denuclearize, but he needs security guarantees before he can do it. The meeting came after King's second summit with President Trump collapsed with our deal on denuclearization, leaving Trump's push for diplomatic progress with pinyons in a limbo. Scores of people killed and hundreds injured on Sunday in a series of coordinated suicide bombings in Sri Lanka churches and hotels, carried out, authorities said, by a little-known terror group. Some of the bodies get serious damage in this kind of explosions, and it is possible for some bodies to get completely destroyed or break into parts which making the identification of full bodies difficult. But what's not so challenging is to identify the attacker. Muhammad Mah- Yusuf Ibrahim, a politically connected millionaire spice trader, has reportedly been detained in connection with the coordinated suicide bombings. Indian media reports that two of Ibrahim's sons were among the eight suicide bombers and during the raid at his well near the Sri Lanka capital, Colombo, on Sunday, a female suspect detonated a suicide vest, killing herself, two of her children, and several police officers. The Islamic State has claimed responsibility for Sunday's attack. But Sri Lanka's officials said they do not know how the bombers are linked to a terrorist group. Ibrahim is now being integrated by the police. moving from what's going on in the world to happening in our country. The National Security Agency has recommended the White House to drop the controversial phone surveillance program that was secretly launched during the George W. Bush administration following the 911 attacks. People familiar with the matter told the Wall Street Journal the program which connect data on U.S. phone calls and text messages was started without a court order and its existence wasn't known until former intelligence contractor Edward Snowden leaked information to journalists about it in 2013. After saying for years that the program is a key tool in fighting and drawing terrorism plots, senior NSA officials now believe that many logistic and legal issues outweigh any intelligence benefits. The journal reports if the White House follows the NSA's recommendation, the program's legal authority will expire in December. <music> Former Vice President Joe Biden announced in a video on Thursday morning that he is making a third bid for president. Unlike in 1988 and in 2008, he starts out as a frontrunner in a diverse field of lighting other Democrats. In a conference call with donors on Wednesday, Biden reportedly stressed out the importance of launching strong fundraising numbers in the first 24 hours of his campaign. But in his launch video, Biden steered away from the plastic vowing to protect the core values and ideals that America stands for from President Trump. Biden, 76, starts out with a strong name recognition, support from organized labor, and a strong tie to former President Barack Obama. He is expected to officially kick off his campaign at Pittsburgh Union Hall on Monday. That's the news for this week. I'm David Wade. If you liked this, be sure to check out In the Studio with Jared and Theo and consider joining KPLY.